a little bit about who the WASPs were and what the WASP stands for. Well, and what they stood for, women, Air Force, service balance, Air Force being used as one word. It was an experiment. It was to determine whether or not women were physically, psychologically, and emotionally equipped to fly high-performance aircraft. Some of the WASPs, uh, when their parents told them that they couldn't fly and, you know, didn't want them in the service and all, they just snuck around them, took lessons, got into the WASPs and told them after they were in. So you, you have a lot of strong-willed people determined to do what they love to do. I think that all the wasps that I've known, they've all been independent thinkers. They've all done something that uh, nobody else thought they could do. There were a bunch of strong women, even at 20 and 21 years old. We proved that we could take the same training that the men did. That's what I was in it for, was to prove that we could do these things. And you had to have self-confidence. Yeah. It's your life, after all. In an airplane, what difference does it make? An airplane doesn't care what sex the pilot is. We went into it with insurmountable odds. We're all against us. We proved we could do it. Just because you're a girl doesn't mean you can't realize your dream. You got a dream, go for it. Be true to yourself. Do what you feel that you can best do, no matter what anybody thinks about it. Don't let people talk you out of what you want to do. Anything that they put their mind to, never mind listening to, oh, you can't do that because, just go right ahead and try for it, because you will be successful if you want it badly enough. Welcome to the Wonder Women of Aviation podcast. I'm live here at Oshkosh 21 EAA AirVenture, and I'm here with Kara White. Kara is a writer, producer, and director with Hemlock Films. And we're here to um, talk about her film, talk about her. She's truly a Wonder Woman of Aviation, and just hear about her story and hear about the film that she's been working on. Um, so I'll let her talk about it. So, so uh, Rise Above Wasp is a film we produced for the Commemorative Air Force, and it is currently playing down in um, Adventure at Pioneer Airport. It is a, an exhibit um, that will tour the country um, and they you have to go to their website the cafriseabove.org and that will have the schedule on it and um, they toured around different air shows and schools and um, to tell the story of the wasp and the Tuskegee Airmen and we it was supposed to premiere in March of 2020 in LA and then it's been sitting since then so 
it's only been touring for a month, so um, very few people have seen it. But um, if you're here at Oshkosh, then I would recommend to go see it or get on their website and you can see the film. And I am so glad that I'm having the opportunity to see it. After this interview, I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to see it. But I want to talk about more about what inspired you or what inspired you to do the movies. Let's talk about like you. Like what inspired you specifically to do movie that's so powerful and impactful and talk about the women Air Force service pilots because I feel like that's a part of our history that it's forgotten. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's one of the things that um, uh, I get worked up a lot, uh, mostly about, is that no, I always say like nobody knows about them, and I'm like, I know people know about them, <laughs> but I feel like it should be more on, like, be like, oh yeah, like, everyone knows who Wonder Woman is. Like, I feel like everybody should be like, oh, the Wasp, I totally know that, you know? Like, so, um, because they have always been such an inspiration to me that I feel like, I, I just, and like I've said this before, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that they, they're slighted, but sometimes a lot of the time, like at things, I'm like, they're like, everybody's like, oh yeah, and then there's like, there's also women who flew them, and so anyhow, um, I just, and because I've interviewed so many of them and met them and like fell in love with them, uh, that I just, um, uh, just really want people to know about them. But um, my original inspiration for, for the project. Um, I actually learned about the wasp by seeing a photo of them when I was in college. And I'm like, wait, what? Who is this? Because they just looked so cool. And I'm like, I'm like, I need to know more about them. And the more I learn about that learn about them, the more I was like, they're just phenomenal women. And um, so we did this the um, Tuskegee Airmen movie for the Rise Above project in 2011. And when we premiered it here, several of the wasps watched it and they came out to talk to us and I was just like we need to do one about them like we have to do this so since then I've been like pushing hard being like okay like we you guys need to do about one about the wasp and I know like funding is always a difficult thing so um, it took them a while but um, this project that we've worked on took us uh, what we've like three years we've been working on this um, we started interviewing the wasp three years ago and then built the project around that and uh, um, and the, uh, now that I'm on camera, my shirt is uh, a quote from um, one of the inter one of the ladies we interviewed. Okay. Because her, we asked her um, what her parents thought when she wanted to fly, and she's like, my dad was okay with it, but my mom told me it just wasn't ladylike. She's like tumbling around in an airplane wearing pants <laughs> is just not ladylike. And she's like, and I said, too bad. <laughs> she went and did. So I think um, it just perfectly sums up the theme of that movie and that it's just like you can't let somebody tell you what it is that you are meant to do um, because of the way you look or who you just happen, who you happen to be. So if you are in, interested or inspired to do or in something, then you should definitely per go after that. So. That's amazing and so inspiring. I'm like, I, I too became obsessed with the Wasp and, and the Warbird era and Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Wonder Woman started in the 1940s. She was a powerful figure for women and feminism. So I think the Wasp go hand in hand with that ideology. Um, I do want to talk a little bit more about the women that you interviewed. So I know, I, I'm not sure how many Wasps are still out there. Um, what type of, like, 
personalities do they have? Like, what if I were a woman in the 1940s, like, um, what type of person would I be to join the WASP? Yeah, I think that is the most amazing thing about them, is that they were in alive, and the society that surrounded them at that time was so not into them doing this. And it's like how, A, that you got, that they got, even got interested in airplanes, and B, that they had the um, tenacity to be like, I want to do that, and I don't care who tells me I can't. Um, because you know they were butting head, like, it was a struggle the entire way. Um, but each, each of them, and this is uh, one of the interesting things we talk about a lot, is um, I went into this project going, okay, like I've done all this research, like I kind of have an idea of who these women are. And then we would travel around the country and we would spend one day with each of them in their home and do an interview. And, um, and then after the interview, we would go through their photos so we could get some for the documentary. And um, we just hang out. And like some of them would be like, I have a whiskey. Do you want a whiskey? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we got very familiar with them. And um, after our first interview, we, we did one in um, Ohio. Because well, we were from Ohio. And uh, that was part of our pitch is we went and interviewed a gal who lives by us. And um, the, uh, the first one we went when we got the project, we were in, went back to the hotel, and I was like, I'm just gonna like brain dump all of the stuff that's not on camera, like just my thoughts and things that I'm taking away from what they've told us. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting because you know, like, so and so is like this, and like she's kind of like this, and I'm like, oh, I don't really know how to approach that. Like, how do I generalize that? <laughs> and my lovely husband was like, yeah, Kara. All women are different. And I'm like, oh, really? right. All women are My different. <laughs> so like that totally opened up like how I was going to approach it. And like, yeah. um, because, you know, like Elise, we interviewed and she's super proper. Like she's the one who said, I'm going <laughs> to, too bad. Um, <laughs> but she was very much like feminine. And like, she would talk about how like, you know, a lot of the girls were um, more tomboyish. And uh, she's like, I wasn't like that. And she's like, I didn't have problems because like, and I feel like it was more like she was playing the game okay. where she's like, okay, you know, that I mean, as you understand as a woman, what I'm, what I'm getting at, yes. right. Where you're like, okay, like I'm going to be pleasant and nice to everybody, which is right. fine. Yeah. I mean, like, that's not a problem, <laughs> but like, but then she's like, there were women who were like a little more aggressive and she's like, like and I think home. that. Yeah. Um, she's like, that put some men off where they're like, they didn't like that. Right. So, um, the spectrum was broad, I guess, is my point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that you can't be like, oh yeah, they're all totally like this. Yeah. Um, and there were over a thousand of them, so they're all completely different. But okay. I learned a lot doing oh I can't imagine filtering through all that data, all those interviews. I would be like, honestly beside myself because I'm a journalist myself so I'm like you want to keep every story because every story is important and it's a part of our history so yeah. it's like I, I can't even imagine what you went through so how long did the the project take for you to gather all the information before you you know got into the film development of um so like I said we did three years ago we um did all of our in and I'm saying this probably wrong because it's probably been more than three years ago. Um, we did all of our interviews first, and I gathered all of that information. And then um, I did a lot with um, Texas Women's University and Dr. Kate Landek, who teaches there, and who is kind of like the keeper of the WASP, essentially. Okay. Um, 
and so just chatted with her and tried to like um, get more ideas and the basis of stuff. And she fact checked everything I did. Okay. Um, but I wrote, took all of that, and then I wrote the script around that. So like, because we um, put the documentary portions together, and then we had to write narrative scenes because we were going to do these reenactments, and I use those interviews to try and figure out what the story, the made-up story was that we were putting okay. together. So to, so to speak, it's made up. Um, I kind of did an amount, wanted to do amalgamy of like all the different wasps because we didn't want to um, focus on just particular ones because the movie is supposed to be all, about all of them. Right. And um, while we do have a specific story that it ends with the, the B-29, which was um, Dora and Dottie flew that in, but I didn't want it to just be about Dora and Dottie. Right. Like, so... Um, we kind of just made an amalgamy and then like we based the story. What happens in the movie is based off of all the interviews we read. Okay. So um, it's pretty close. <laughs> like I don't, I can't speak for what they actually said when they did it, but we, okay. um, so I scripted that and then I bored over it a million times. Wow. Like I, every word I used, I just wanted to make sure we were making the right impact because it is for young girls and boys and I want you know, like, I want that proper, I want the message that these women were strong, brave leaders to come across to um, young women and young men so that they um, learn that men and women can work with each other and treat each other with respect. Like, I think it's just as important for boys to see that as the girls to see it. Oh, absolutely. So. I'm, I'm taking, I mean, my husband introduced me, Patrick, into the industry, but I'm taking him along the journey as well. So it's like, you're going to learn everything about the women Air Force Service pilots, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, it, it truly does. And, and I thank you and I applaud you because I, I've been looking at documentaries. I've been looking, I'm like, okay, this is very, I mean, it's great. It's all, it's part of history, but it's like, it's, this movie speaks to the generation that we're all a part of now. You know, the, the millennials, the new generation, next generation of aviators, which, I mean, the way that the cinematography is amazing, um, the costume design, uh, the even the characters I was reading more about, like the characters that you chose. I mean, you were very strategic um, in really pouring your heart into this movie. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that it's very much um, the most personal project I've ever made. Um, I, and I knew when we were awarded this project that I was like, we have a huge responsibility to tell this properly. And um, while there have been other documentaries done in the past, and they're great, um, but like this was specifically targeted at a younger generation. So I was like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. that we have a chance to actually reach, I mean, if you just reach one kid, like you've, you've done something. So I was like, I don't want to mess this up. And like, they haven't had, the Wasp haven't had their story told in this way. So I just really wanted to make sure we, we got it right. And um, my husband, Adam White, who does the, uh, he's my director of photography. Like he makes everything look beautiful. <laughs> Amazing job. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of my dear friends, Amy Loria, did our costumes for us because she okay. does a lot of reenacting and um, works with uh, the museum in Minnesota. So she also was like, I'm going to make sure this is proper. <laughs> and I think she lost more sleep than I did because she's like, oh my God, if I get something wrong. <laughs> um, so uh, while we were working on a very limited budget, um, we were able to pull a lot of stuff together, including um, 
the Liberty Aviation Museum, which is in Port Clinton, Ohio, had a ton of um, repros of stuff, so they let us use their stuff for free, which was very, wow. really nice, including the um, parachute, the, the vintage parachute, because those were hard to get, <laughs> so we only had one. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources. You have to be resourceful. So yeah, that's great that everyone pulled together for such a great, great cause. Um, and again, I'm, I'm like obsessed with the wasps, so thank you. Uh, I want to talk briefly about you, because I know there's a little bit of a history also with yourself. There's a, I think there's a book that you wrote um, about your grandparents. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit more about that? Because I feel like it's just, it is a part of you, and I think that kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, so I wrote a book called My Very Dearest Anna under my uh, maiden name, which is Kara Martinelli, um, which I've also discussed uh, changing it. <laughs> I'm sure many women who are in, have a, are a professional are like, oh, um, but I did change it. Uh, um, but I wrote a book about my grandparents' letters to each other during World War II, and uh, my grandfather and I were tight when I grew up. Like, he is absolutely my best friend. Um, and that's why I'm even into airplanes. That's even why I'm into making movies, because we would just watch Turner Classic together. Um, he taped every, because I grew up in the days of VCRs, so he taped everything for me. And I just had bookshelves of movies. So um, I was really interested in storytelling. And um, so anyways, so he, uh, he unfortunately was killed in 2006. and. Um, after he had passed on, he, um, all of his letters, my mom was like, you should have these. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, you're right. I should have these. But I felt guilty <laughs> keeping them just for myself because, um, I, I, we have a very close family and everybody loved him. So I was like, okay, well, at the very least, I'm going to like photocopy these letters and, um, give them to everybody. And the more I talked about it, more people were like, I want to read that. Yeah. So, I ended up just developing that into recording all the stories he would tell me because he was essentially my first documentary work because when I was 18 and I learned about all those stuff because I didn't even know he was in World War II until I was in college wow. um, and I had a paper to write and like he told me about that. So um, we would just sit and go pour over his scrapbooks and his photo albums and he would just tell me the stories because I was interested in that. Right. So I kind of, for the book, I. Re rewrote all that down and then assembled it with the letters and then um, it's just kind of my another one of my passion projects and just something that I did <laughs> and uh, uh, it's um, I mean essentially it's a documentary in book form but okay. which is what books are but <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's great I, I'm definitely going to pick that up and where can people find your book or uh, everything is available on Amazon um, we used to have a site and then we just moved it all to Amazon so like all of our titles um, we also do uh, made a TV show called the restorers which is available for flightcinema.com um, we have several titles so it's all all available online um, some of it's some of it's streaming I want to take, thank you for taking the time. I just have one last question. If there was one message that you want your viewers to take from your movie, from your book, um, from obviously you're involved in history of aviation, what would that be? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think um, really just whatever your passion is, that if you, whatever you're interested in, go for it. Don't, um, 
again, don't let anybody discourage you because they think that you're not made to do that. Um, I've seen so many inspirational stories for many different aspects of aviation, and I um, can't emphasize it enough. And like, I tell my nieces this all the time. I'm like, never make anybody or never let anyone make you feel bad about yourself. So, don't get discouraged. You're yeah. gonna, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, again, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you both for taking the time. For those of you that are at Oshkosh, make sure you go to the Kid Venture and watch the Rise Above Wasp movie. I highly, highly recommend it after speaking with her. And in general, like just learn about the women Air Force Service pilots and also Tuskegee. Thank you for listening to the Wonder Woman of Aviation. Until next time.